Hi, welcome back to College Basketball Realm. I'm Andrew. And I'm Blake. And today we're going to quickly discuss the Virginia-Virginia Tech game. Uh, Blake improves now to 2-0, and and I am now 1-1 because Virginia dominated that game all the way through. Yes, they did. Uh, Cow Guy Virginia had 23 points in a game where Virginia Tech shot 4 of 29 from 3. You know, that's not going to win you the game at all. If you want to pull off an upset, you cannot go 4 for 29 from 3-point land. Yeah, uh, DeAndre Hunter, another uh, top 10 pick for Virginia, dominates both defensively and offensively. Just a quick spark to Virginia. And, yeah, you know, complete domination. So, Blake's 2-1. and one. I am 1-1 one one so far. Yep, and going to that 2-1, and one, my one loss is uh, Iowa losing to Maryland. So, it was a good game for Fernando, as you called, Andrew. He had 11-11, 11, 11 points, 11 rebounds, 2 blocks, just, you know, a good presence, like I said he was going to be. So now I improved to 2-1, um, and one, so we're tied right now. You know, that's, that's just a basic recap. And now we want really what we ta- want to talk about is UNC versus Duke today, the biggest game of the year so far, best rival in sports. Uh, I'm going to go and change my pick from what I said last time. I said Duke would win both. I'm actually going to take UNC. Um, really? Beating Duke, yeah. Um, I'm going to go for North Carolina just for the sole purpose that they're – because of their freshman point guard, Kobe White. You know, he had um, 33 against Texas, 33 against NC State. I think it's just going to be too much to handle for Trey Jones. I think he's just one of those guys where it's just been, you know, good defense but better offense. Okay, but I'm going to stick with Duke on this one. They're the number ranked team, number one ranked team in the nation for a, a reason. Uh, the trio of Williamson, Barrett, and Reddish is going to be too much for UNC to handle, especially on the road in the hostile crowd of Cameron Indoor Stadium. The main player I want to focus on, you know, is none other than Zion Williamson. We could talk about his 22 points per game, 9 rebounds per game, and almost 2 blocks per game, but those stats don't do him justice. He's a tear on both offense and defense. He's 6'7", 285, pure muscle. The only chance for UNC to win this game is if they shut down Zion Williamson, which is a hard thing to do and not many teams have figured out how to stop him. Um, and my other guy I'm looking at this game is Trey Jones. He's coming off. He's still a little rusty from his injury against Syracuse, which put him out for two weeks. But he's looked great on defense, only averaging eight points per game. He's uh, has a huge matchup tonight versus Colby White, so who's been on a tear. If he can stop Colby White, then I think that the uh, this Duke team can get the win against UNC. Yeah, uh, another freshman that I'd like to point out. You know, I think I think it's gonna be the game of the freshman for sure. You know, a lot of lot of draft uh, draft picks here. Definitely lottery picks. You know, another one I like to look at is Nazir Little. I mean, he's six seven. He has that long wingspan. You know, he really hasn't had that big moment at UNC yet. You know, even though he's projected to go so high in the draft, um, I believe he is. Uh, he's definitely gonna be a presence for Zion and you know, cause some ruckus because of his length and uh i think he can make the entry passes for zion a little bit difficult for uh for him to you know get the ball and then drive to the paint and you know dominate as usual so what do you think your three keys for unc pulling off the upset is tonight yeah my three keys for unc to beat duke um the pretty much obvious one is you know you got to contain zion at all costs i mean he's averaging 22 a game shooting 70 percent and though that can't happen against against uh against duke you know, we, they also need to limit bad turnovers. Um, they're averaging 14 a game. You know, that can't happen against a team that could force a plethora of turnovers just like that. And 
it's all going to start with, you know, being able to get past Trey Jones on defense. And my final key is Coach Roy Williams must let the Tar Heels play, uh, you know, let the, let the players take control of the final minute of the game. Don't run a lot of plays. We saw that in Virginia where, you know, Roy Williams was trying to run a lot of plays and they scored like five points in the last five minutes. So let let the players play and, you know, just let them go for it. My three keys to the Duke uh, maintaining their number one seed in the nation is stop Colby White on uh, on offense. Trey Jones has to come in big this game, as I said before. Create turnovers, which they can do, and UNC has had a problem with turnovers this year, so keep that going, and to get Zion the ball. Uh, Trey Jones has to drive and kick to Zion. Anything you can do to get Zion the ball or JT Barrett, get, you got to get those two working, and um, we'll see what they can do. Yeah, so now we're going to move on to, you know, more of like the fun stuff about this this rivalry. I mean, Duke and UNC have probably the best history between two college basketball teams. This is their 149th straight meeting in which one of either North Carolina or Duke is ranked in the AP poll. You know, last time they weren't was 1960 when Coach K was 13 and Roy Williams was 9. That's crazy. That is very crazy. Uh, I heard that Drake and President Obama are supposed to be there to watch the rivals collide. And I also heard that ticket prices are about $2,000, the minimum and the maximum. The maximum ticket I've heard off of Vivid Seats somebody bought was $10,500 to watch this game. Uh, That's, you know, that's pretty crazy. You know, just the amount of like, amount of skill that is between these two colleges. I mean, 11 combined championships. Um... You know, North Carolina has um, the, what thirty six Final Fours combined. You know, they obviously are just they one, one of them is the ACC championship every like every other year. Um, you know, there's just just a lot of history between these two. And the last time they played, um, last time UNC visited Duke, they suffered a ten point loss to star freshman Marvin Bagley, who now plays for the Kings, and Wendell Carter, who um, now plays for the Bulls. Yeah, it's just crazy if you look at both of these coaches' combined records that uh, Roy Williams over uh, 800 wins and Mike uh, Shazetsky over 1,100 wins. It is just crazy if you look how brilliant these two coaches will be. It really will be a game of strategy, just like it is every year as these two coaches uh, have learned to battle it out against each other, and that's why it's always such a good game. It always starts with the coaching, and you can just you can just see how much they've brought these players up, and it's going to be very fun to watch. Yeah, and here's another crazy stat that um, I'm just finding out is that um, in this matchup of number one Duke versus UNC, the last 175 meetings, UNC has 13,337 points. Duke. 13,335. Two-point yeah, difference that's out of insane. 175 meetings. The same thing with the last 102 meetings. UNC, 51 wins. Duke, 51 as well. Um, last time they were, uh, you know, since since they've been ranked the 70 to- 75 times uh, since um, 1961, UNC has 5,874 points. Duke, the exact same. That's that's just crazy how these how those stats match up. And if we look at the ESPN matchup predictor, they have Duke has an 81% chance favorite of winning this game over UNC right now. Yeah, UNC, but I don't really know how much of a factor that plays since, you know, anything can happen with these two game with these two teams. You know, they've had so many crazy games in the past, you know, from, you know, that 
that fight with Tyler's Hansborough and Gerald Henderson and then uh, Austin Rivers and the game winner at the buzzer. You know, there's so many great memories and it's just going to be a really exciting game to watch. And this isn't just big because it's a rivalry game. This is a big in-conference play right now because UNC is only trailing Duke by one game in the conference right now. Yeah. So they win this game. Mm-hmm. They're tied for first place in, in the ACC, and we'll see what happens from there after. Yeah, you know, North Carolina, like like I was saying earlier, you know, if North Carolina wins this game, they're going to prove a couple things to you know the rest of the teams. You know, that they're the real deal. If they could knock down a team, that, you know, lost to some very good opponents, you know, uh, Syracuse and Gonzaga. If they could beat this team, I think they've proved that, you know, they are a real threat, you know, definitely a top five team in the country. Uh, this, is just a, this is just a team with so much talent that, you know, if UNC actually pulls through, you know, you got to give them some recognition and when it comes to March Madness on how well, really what, I, what I'm looking for tonight is how well they finished the game, you know. You know, Duke's going to go on its run. UNC's going to go on its run. But who is going to play that final five-minute stretch and, you know, pull away at the end? So if you think UNC pulls off this upset tonight, where would you rank them in the national rankings? Um, You know, I'd probably put them ahead of Nevada, probably ahead of Michigan. I want to say that that is six um, in the nation. Okay, so they're eight right now. You think think they only jumped two spots here? Yeah, I think they only jumped uh, jumped two spots because— um, you know, Tennessee, uh, I don't believe they're facing anyone anytime soon. And I, I, I personally think um, th- uh, they're just going to jump Michigan and Nevada because, you know, Nevada doesn't really have that much competition and Michigan's not facing anyone important uh, that's, like, critical coming up next. I th- yeah, they have Minnesota next, you know. I mean, they're a bracket team, but they're not, like, a, a real crazy team to watch out for. And I'm not going to say they jump Kentucky just because Kentucky just had that big win, and you know Tennessee, I'm I don't I just don't think they but they put them over them. Yeah, I agree with that. I think they would jump to about either five or six, just knocking over Michigan, Nevada, maybe Tennessee. If ten depends on what Tennessee does in their next few games, it could really fluctuate here. UNC could go really high up, either may, maybe even getting past Virginia. I don't know if they could get into the one or two spot, but I could see them as this. By the season ends, I could see UNC in the top three if they win out. If they win out, I could easily see them in the top three. Yeah, you know, they got um, a lot of important games coming up. You know, they have the obvious, uh, you know, uh, next one, uh, last last game for UNC seniors at um, the Dean um, Center. And who else they have? they have? They're facing FSU at home after this, 16 in the country. That's just a really good team. Um, then they feel they face Syracuse. Syracuse, the team that beat Duke, and then Clemson, Boston College. So these wins, if, if they went out, um, I would easily bump them up. You know, if we go on ESPN bracketology right now, um, UNC is a two seed, and they, they have been for a long time. They're just standard right now. But I think if they pull through at the end of the year, they're definitely going to be a, a one seed, um, possibly going to be top top three, top five nation. And these are going to be these next two games with UNC and Duke are going to be huge because this is the only games probably that Zion, Barrett, and Reddish are going to be in this rivalry because they're all planning to go to the draft already after their freshman year. So they're going to leave it all out on the court uh, tonight and the next game when they play UNC. So it's going to be a very entertaining, fast-paced game. They both average about the same points per game, which is crazy. Uh, Duke. 
Duke's defense is averaging 10 points less than UNC's defense. So I really think that the key is going to be defense in this game. If you, if Duke just keeps playing their defense and uh, steps up guarding White, I really think they're just going to stay on top their mountain right now. Yeah, I was watching, I, I agree 100%. I was watching interviews um, with Roy Williams and, you know, a couple other of the uh, fellow uh, UNC players and, you know, Kobe White saying like, he hasn't even been there before. Like, he's never watched a game in that stadium. Um, I think that's going to that's gonna have an impact. I think it's just, you if he hasn't even seen a game there, like, he doesn't even know what it's like to be in the atmosphere. You know, he said he grew up a Duke fan, so that's... Uh, We'll see if that comes back to bite him. We'll see. that It's going to be a very fun game. It's on at 9 o'clock tonight on ESPN. I know we'll be both be watching. We'll be, we will be live tweeting about it probably yeah. on College Realm. And I think it's going to be a very entertaining night of college basketball. I'm going to take Duke by, I think they're going to win by a pretty good margin. I'm going to go by seven, Duke by seven. Yeah, I'm going to have to go. The only way UNC wins this is, you know, they have to. It's going to be a close game. You know, you just. If they hold on, they're going to win by very close. It's, I got to say, UNC by four. I like it. It's going to be fun. Um, thanks for listening to another podcast. And uh, you want to check out our other podcasts, you can go to our website, or we are now on Spotify and uh, Google Cast and always on Anchor. Thanks for listening. I'm Blake Aloja. I'm Andrew. This has been College Basketball Realm.